All right. Good morning to each and every single one of you and welcome to the Mystery School. And this is about live dreams, interpretation and manifesting tips. I would like to welcome each and every single one of you while we're waiting for more people to join the call. So the first thing I would like to do before we begin to take in dreams is to explain to people the different types of dreams that we have. First, we have dreams that we dreams, we, we dream with our eyes closed at night when we deep sleep. And there are dreams that we dream with our eyes open. So dreams in sleep and dreams when we are awake. And these dreams, they all have a meaning. There is a reason for them and there is a purpose for them. The understanding of dreams gives you guidance in life. Guidance about yourself, Guidance about your choices and guidance about your decisions. So when you want to understand dreams, it's for that purpose, to receive guidance. And there is no other reason. Because our lives are made of choices and they are made of decisions. And we are constantly choosing. I was saying to one of my friends that not choosing is choosing not to choose. <laughs> All right? Not choosing is choosing not to choose. Not deciding is deciding not to decide. So whether you want it or not, there will be a consequence, which means you are always choosing and you are always deciding. So when it comes to our dreams, the main question is, what is the mystical meaning behind the dream? Mystical in what capacity? Because the, the meaning of dreams, go be, go, it goes beyond the scope of your intellectual understanding. It has to tap into your psychic abilities. We see the example of Joseph in the Bible. And how dreams can unlock possibilities, a way of seeing things. Believe it or not, you make your choices and decisions based on how you see things from within. You make your choices and decisions based on how you see things from within. So, two dreams, the one you dream in your deep sleep and the one you dream with your eyes open. The dream you dream with your eyes closed and the dreams you dream with your eyes open. Now, when it comes to the dreams that you dream with your eyes open, we have, for example, daydreaming. When you zone out, my people, when you zone out, maybe you're driving, maybe you're cooking, maybe you're doing laundry, maybe your conscious mind is doing something completely different then you zone out. And you zone out in certain images that come into you. 
Well, why those particular images? Even conversations will come to you. Why those conversations then? Do you see? Or you will find yourself going to certain places, talking to somebody, or an issue will surface in your mind. Why? You zone out and your subconscious mind is populating into your subconscious subjective awareness some images as if there is a movie playing in the background of your mind. If you can capture those, if you can capture them, then there's a meaning for it. Why? Because your subconscious mind is giving you a clue. It could be an issue you haven't resolved. It could be something the subconscious mind is telling you is taking away your peace. Or your subconscious mind is telling you, you know what? This issue needs to be solved. Or your subconscious mind is bringing something you have forgotten to take care of, but it's draining your energy in the background of your mind. Or it could be something that you desire to do, but you feel a blockage. There is a reason why the subconscious mind, when you zone out, is bringing you these dreams. In your what we call daydreaming. It's very hypnotic. And in your daydreaming, sometimes you can have a vision of the future. If you go deep into the daydreaming, you have flashes of ideas. Well, those flashes of ideas are not so much suggestions. They are possibilities that already exist in multiple dimensions. Time is a dimension. It's not so much linear. It's not something, the future is not ahead of you. It's a dimension of consciousness you tap into. So you want to pay attention to your daydreaming. Sometimes you can be sitting, just reflecting, and suddenly you're gone. Someone looks into your eyes, it's almost like you are not there. You can't even blink, you're gone. And when you hear a loud noise, you jump as if your body went with your awareness into another dimension. You see, but when you come back from your daydreaming, we don't go and see, okay, what showed up into the dream? What showed up into the daydreaming? We don't pay attention to it. Imagine you can write it down. Your subconscious mind is giving you suggestions about the things that are happening at your soul level. The things that need to be cleared out. The issues that need to be solved. The goals that need to be achieved. And the dimensional realities that you are capable of accomplishing. So I have said a lot so far when it comes to daydreaming or zoning out. So before we dive deep into the other dreams, I'd like to lay out the foundation. I, want to, I would like to let you guys know that when we're interpreting one person's dream, pay attention. I always tell people, pay attention. What is the reason behind that? The reason is because in someone else's understanding of someone else's dream, you may find answers to your own dream. Somewhere, somehow, we are collectively connected to a cosmic server and we're sharing dreams subconsciously. It's very important. You learn so much by listening to the interpretation of someone else's dream. So what I would like to do right now is how many of you who here actually have been having some daydreaming, right? 
like you zone out and some images are just showing up and who would like to share, right? You don't have to turn on or show a face or anything, but if you have been experiencing daydreaming, you zone out. And what are some of the images that populated? It could be something that happened in the past or currently. It doesn't matter. Um, if you would like to share, please raise your digital hand and we begin from there. Anybody? Okay, Dana? Yes, I'll be curious because this is something that for like the past two weeks, when I kind of sit quietly, like I'll daydream and it's a person from the past, like I hear their first and last name. And then from there, I begin to see the things that they've done, see the things that they've accomplished. Um, I go back to past events and this is someone that I haven't thought about who hasn't been a part of my life probably since 1988. So now all of a sudden the past two weeks, like in my quiet time and then I daydream, I'm like, I hear is hear the name and I just remember past things and and then I kind of wake up and go, oh, what's going on? <laughs> mm, very good. So I want to show you a, a simple map, okay? Whenever you go into the zone and you experience daydreaming, you want to do three things. The first thing is write down all the items that showed up on the platform of the daydreaming. A name. Uh, a person's face, an event, a circumstance, whatever happened. First thing, make a list of the items. Guys, listen. You are a mystical creature who came on earth to have a spiritual experience. So the, the cosmos is designed to speak to you mystically. If you are a Christian, think of the way Jesus came to live on earth. Do you know why he lived that way? Maybe you don't know. I want to reveal it to you why he lived the way he lived. To show an example of how you were supposed to live. These days you see somebody talking to a tree. You think they're crazy because the school system hasn't taught you that a tree can hear. You see somebody talking to the winds and water. You say, why is this guy talking to things? Because you forgot that you yourself, you are a mystical being. And the whole earth is hiding mystical experiences. And people who begin to tap into mystery of things, they begin to experience that aspect of planet Earth. Planet Earth is a magical place. What you are observing physically is a veil. If you are used to the New, the Old Testament, they talk about the, uh, uh, the tabernacle, the outer court, the inner court, and behind the veil, that's why you have the Ark of the Covenant. 
The universe is constructed exactly the same way. You see, you're looking at things, but there's a veil. You don't, you don't see what is really happening. When you begin to first accept yourself as a mystical being and begin to understand that things are communicating to you and you begin to tap into the mystery of things, then the veil begins to part. It begins to open up. And then you begin to notice things at a third degree of synchronicities. What do I mean by that? Have you been noticing any synchronicities in your life? I'm coming to your dream, but I'm channeling something for you guys. Okay? Have you been noticing? Start noticing things. Okay? For example, if I go to the store, and my awareness, right, the reticular activating system of your brain, when it is under the, the control of your great I am, of the higher self, the Holy Spirit, it turns your eyes to see things. And what is the reticular activating system of your brain? All right, put it to test. See one car in your life that you love to buy so much. You want to buy that car. Suddenly, you start seeing it in traffic. It was there before, but you couldn't see it. But because now the reticular activating system of your brain got a hold of the picture, mixed with emotion, each time the car is around, your awareness moves your head and your brain to see that car. Well, what I'm saying to you is that your life is a mystical experience. When your higher self, your great I am in you, Get a hold of the reticular activating system of your brain. It can turn your brain to notice things that are messages, signposts to an answer that you are looking for. So if I go to a store, for example, and I feel the sensation that my great I am turned my head to look at a name tag of a person. Maybe that person's name is Sylvia. You will feel an impression because you are present. That person's name is Sylvia. You notice it. Okay. I noticed that. Then I walk out of the store. Maybe three hours later, I'm walking in the mall. And the little kid just run by. And the mother says, hey, Sylvia, come back here. That second time. I'm, I'm noticing the mystical experiences of life. I should be able to notice that. Sylvia again. All right. That's a second degree of synchronicity. Most people, it stops as three, as two. When you start tapping, listen carefully. When you start having synchronicities three times a day, may I say something to you? You have started to broke into the veil of the mystical experiences. Most people, it just stop at two. And when, what happens is when you start tracking, what my wife and I, we have is, we have this book where we track blessings and synchronicities. All right? When you start tracking the synchronicities, your great I am begin to move your awareness into the dimension to have the third synchronicity taking place. And usually when that happens, you start downloading revelations from within about what to do, about what that name is about. Usually, for me personally, I don't know for everybody else, but for me personally, I will look in the repertoire of the people who are in my life. If there is a Sylvia already in my life, 
Then I begin to pray for Sylvia. 90% of the time, the universe orchestrates the manifestation and me and that person will end up reconnecting or they will contact me because this is a mystical experience. Are you guys listening to what I'm saying? So the first thing I will tell you, Dana, when you, when you sit down and you, you, you bring about the first step, all the items that have shown up in the platform of the daydreaming, you want to put them down. Don't try to make any meaning out of it. Just put the items down. Okay? A name, a place, a person, a face, circumstances, anything. Just put it down. All right? The second thing you want to do is, what was the, there is always a feeling that flows through the entire composition of the daydreaming. There's a feeling. You want to go within. What you do is you begin to set your eyes one by one to all the items. And as you're doing that, a feeling will come. That feeling is a message from your inner child, from your personal self, or your subconscious mind, or your subjective mind. Same thing. All right? That's a message. Your subjective mind is giving you a message to do something. To do something, either to unlock yourself or basically unlocking yourself is what we call healing, right? Or to move yourself into a breakthrough, which we call evolution. It's always those two things. So when the feeling comes, it will either come for you to heal something or to evolve into something else, which means it's going to require you make a choice and decision to evolve into something else. So let me recap. The first thing is write all the items down. Then you begin to move your awareness on each one of them to listen to your feeling. That's the step two is you listen to the feeling. You got to find that feeling. When the feeling comes, here's the deal. If it feels, you feel it on the low side of the emotional spectrum, something needs to be healed. Here are a few things that we need to heal in life, okay? It's not always a past traumatic event you need to heal. It's not always a, 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 an obvious pain. No. <laughs> Sometimes, lack of confidence is a disease of the soul. Fear of taking action is a disease of the soul. Poor self-image is a disease of the soul. Okay? So when the feeling comes, detect what is it, what it is. If it is on the low vibration of the emotional spectrum, it doesn't mean it's negative. It, well, negative but not toxic. Let me put it down for you. When you take a battery, you have negative and plus. All that it means is a spectrum. When you take a color spectrum, you have brighter colors than you have, you know, the, the, the less brighter colors. It's just a spectrum. It's not toxic. It's when you take the low vibration and point it at yourself to harm who you are, that's when it becomes toxic. Negative doesn't mean toxic. It's just part of the spectrum. All right? So when you go into the spectrum, the emotional spectrum, and you feel like it's a feeling of disappointment, or a feeling of regret. All right. So it's in the low side of the spectrum. That means you are being invited to heal something about what is being shown to you. To let go of something. To evacuate something. 
Is that making sense? It could be regret, disappointment, guilt. Usually, those are the ones that are in the low side of the vibration when you are in the daydreaming. All right? Once you, because what you're doing is you are accepting yourself. You are bringing a dream within a dream. Okay? Because the past itself is a dream. And now you are bringing it into your Zoom account. I'm hearing something here. It's being signed into another device. I don't understand that. Okay, maybe my wife is trying to log in. Let me see. For those of you on the call listening, so we have a small technical challenge here. So hold on. All right. So when, can you guys hear me well? Okay. So yeah. the moment, the moment you can detect that feeling and where it is on the spectrum is a beautiful thing. It's a beautiful and wonderful thing because what is healing? Your personal self, your subconscious mind, your subjective mind is simply looking for a way to clear out, to clear out things for you so that you can see behind the veil. Is this making sense? All right. Sometimes the feeling, we're still on the step two of the daydream, the feeling will be on the higher end of the spectrum. Joy, excitement, amazement, passion, inspiration is there. Well, if it comes that way, you are not being invited to a healing. You are in being invited to a breakthrough. You're being invited to evolution. And it's going to require that you take some actions and you make some decisions so that you can have a pivotal moment into that dimension. Which is the future, but it's time. It's a dimension. It's not linear. All right? So that's the second part. Now, the third part is to create a prayer. Create a prayer. Make a small prayer. A very simple prayer. The prayer that I do is very simple. I am now open to receive the perfect guidance into the manifestation of my breakthrough. I am now open. You can change it a different way. I am now open to the divine guidance or divine revelation that will lead me to the manifestation of my greatest healing. Okay? Or, I am now open to the supernatural revelation of the Holy Spirit in me to show me the decisions and choices I need to make to pivot to the next level of my life. Or, I am now open to the voice of the Christ within me to show me the way to heal from this energy so that I can see clearly the next step of my life. So either it comes from the lower vibration of the emotional spectrum or from the higher vibration of the emotional spectrum, that prayer is what you internalize and you let it sit within. Let me tell you something. The reticular activating system of your brain absorbed that. Your body absorbed it and you will be guided you will be guided to where it's heading. Is that making sense? So if you if you can go back, and for most of you who are listening, if you can go back and really take your time to listen to what I just taught you, <laughs> and you really put down the steps, then you can begin to live your life from the spirit. Live your life from the mindset of the earth being a mystical place and you are not alone. There are forces inside your body and around you that are working with you.
to bring you to the places you want to be in life. Okay? So I know you didn't, then I didn't give the details of what you saw, but I will really recommend that you go and practice the steps I just gave you. You will be amazed. You'll be able to see exactly where this is leading and you can have your personal experience about it. Okay. Is there anybody else who's, who want to, well, let me go to the next dream. Okay. We just talk about daydreaming. Your eyes are open, right? And you zone out, but let me get a feedback from you first, from what I just taught you. Um, anybody can share. How did this help you? What I just taught you right now. Anybody can share. Yes, Joseph. Well, thank you for sharing, Professor. Uh, well, the first thing is daydreaming doesn't seem as crazy to me as, as it once was before. Um, so thank you for clearing that up um, because when it happens, you get so caught up in it and it feels so real and you come out of it, you almost wonder where it came from. Mm -hmm. um, you almost wonder why didn't I dream about that before at night, why is it coming now? Um, so I never thought to have a book <laughs> or anything to record that. I just thought it just came and and it went. Um, thank you for now giving the daydream a meaning. Now I have to watch my daydreams because I wouldn't take them as seriously. Mm -hmm. I, but no one, like you said, no one would teach us that. How would you know it's a guide if no one ever taught you? Um, so just, I just want to thank you for sharing that, Professor, because I never looked at daydreaming as well. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's uh, that's very important. Nothing happens in us randomly. Think about it. The things that happen within us and around us, they are not um, the product of spontaneous happenstances. They come for a reason. There is a chronological cause behind them. We are only experiencing the manifestation of the behind the scene. We don't see it, but the behind the scene, the forces that work together before you can even have that daydreaming, you don't really know those forces. The amount of work that was put together for you to have one tiny experience. You have no idea what, how many forces came together to deliver that experience to you because you are only looking at it in the moment for what is really happening right now. So thank you so much for, for giving your feedback. So I want to move into night dreams now, okay? This is all about manifestation. Now, the first one I just explained to you, you learn the key to be able to manifest either a healing or manifest, you know, a tipping point, a pivotal point into the next level of your life. Now, let's talk about night dreams. You have basically... Two kinds. And it's very important to understand that the night dreams, they are symbolic. What do I mean by that? The people you see in the dream, please people, they don't have to necessarily be that person. Okay, all right. <laughs> Sometimes people dream, I dream of my aunt cursing me out. Okay, that may not be your aunt. Okay, it could be a symbol. The majority of the time is a symbol. I would say 99% is a symbol. Okay, you need to be very careful. Oh, I saw my boyfriend cheating on me in my dream. Okay, relax. Relax. Because when we're talking about dreaming at night, you have two kinds. You have your subconscious projection and you have a vision. Okay, make a difference. You have your subconscious projection and then you have a vision. Now, your subconscious projections, 
They are the ones you're going to experience most of the time. But something will begin to happen. And But I don't want people to take this the wrong way. But So I'm going to break it down. When you start experiencing your life to the fullest, fullness, like you're experiencing the fullness of your life in the moment, dreams as your subconscious projections will stop coming. Okay? For example, let's say you had an argument with a friend. That argument left what? An impression. Impression on your subconscious mind. Years later, you may have dreams that you're arguing with all your friends. Because the word friend is now engulfed, imbued with the feeling of argument. So you can go to bed years later. Everybody in your friend that is your life that is called friend, you will find yourself arguing with them because the impression stayed there. You see that? That is your subconscious projection that is requiring, asking you for what? Healing. Okay? Now, this is where I'm saying, is I don't want to throw you off, so I'm going to break this down for you. So what happens is when you start living your life to the fullest, right? The event happens and you have the tools to dissolve immediately, to dissolve immediately that feeling then you have literally literally cleansed your subconscious mind. That dream will not happen. You see that? So when you begin to really live your life in the moment and evacuate things immediately, subconscious projections as dreams will become very little. Sometimes not even, they will not even show up. Because you are, because... We, 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 we dream subconsciously the leftover of what we have not fully lived in a wakeful state. <laughs> you guys get it? For those of you, oh my God, you're going to have to excuse me because I've been fasting. You're going to be hearing some noises coming from my stomach. Oh my goodness. <laughs> Just forgive me. Okay, guys. Um, but you guys getting what I'm saying? So where I don't want you guys to be confused at is it's different from people who don't dream at all. That's not what I'm saying. You see? When you start living your life fully and you start digesting, because not everybody has a digestive system in, the, in their lives. They don't have a spiritual digestive system. When something happens, they don't digest it. It gets stored up in the spiritual uh, columns, subconscious mind, and it comes back. It regurgitates to dreams. Okay, but when you have a good digestive system with spiritual tools to be able to evacuate things, you don't go to bed every night dreaming, having nightmares, dreaming, dreaming, dreaming all the time from your subconscious projections. They don't happen. Is that making sense? All right. But that's different from people whose spiritual eyes, right? The pineal gland has a lot of dust in it. It's completely uh, uh, clogged. So what happened is, they don't remember the dreams. Sometimes they wake up, they say, I don't dream. I don't remember my dreams. I know I dream, but I can't remember my dreams. Okay, that's totally different from what I'm talking about here. Okay, um, and I believe that makes sense. So, those subconscious dreams, when they come, they are medicines. They are medicines. Have a book, 
You you a mystical creature. I'm saying it again. You have come here for a mystical experience. So why would you just look at dreams as, oh, it's just a dream? No, it's not just a dream. All right? So you want to write them down. It will either point you to a healing or evolution. Always. Always. But they are symbols. Why? Because what you see represents an energy. When you see a company logo, the logo is not the whole company. The company is big. It's behind the logo. You see? I'll give you an example. If you are afraid of losing your best friend, you have a, somebody in your life that you love so much, you're afraid of losing them. It could be a romantic relationship and all that. Well, now watch. Now in your dream, you start having a dream that you have this beautiful bird um, that sings for you every day and suddenly you, you lost the bird. All right? So now that bird is a symbol of your friend. You understand what I'm talking about now? You don't go ahead and go buy a bird. All right, folks? Like that bird is represented by your friend that you're afraid of losing. And that bird singing to you is all the good energies and vibrations your friend brings to you. Okay? But if you dream that you, you took the bird and you put it in a cage and you locked the bird in a cage, that symbolizes, again, the fear of losing something. So you are extra protective or you are possessive. You see what I'm talking about? You're so possessive. Now, if you dream that you put the bird in a cage and the bird is trying to get out, the bird is trying to get out, and you're trying to keep the bird in a cage, you got to ask yourself, who in your life you are trying to control? Guys, you, you see what I'm talking about now, right? Who in your life is you trying to control? The cage represents something. The cage represents your controlling addiction. And the bird represents the person you're trying to control. And you moving left and right, trying to make sure the bird doesn't come out. Your subconscious mind is telling you, you are losing energy. This is draining you. Okay? And usually when people come with their dreams, for those of you who are listening, if you go on my Facebook page, that is Teacher Alan Dagba, I have a group. It's called Live Dreams Interpretation and Manifestation tapes so people post their dreams there and an interpret and guide them from there so you can do that now if you if you if you sit down and you write that dream down and you realize that those are symbols then you can begin to have your mystical experience what is the feeling that is coming to me and what are these symbols representing are you willing to heal are you willing to let go of that control because it's blocking you from experiencing the next level of your life. Is that making sense? So dreams are here to help you. That is the subconscious projection of dreams. Now, then you have a vision. Now, this is important now. When your subconscious projections stop happening, visions start showing up. Which means your higher self, your great I am, will begin to give you clues or of the planes of your life, of the goals of your life, of the directions to take. I'll give you an example of those dreams. Let's say you're dreaming that you're climbing a tree. And when you reach the top of the tree, you found a treasure box and you open it, it's full of, it's full of diamonds. Okay, all right. That tree 
could symbolize a person who is going to help you go high in life. Oh, you get it, guys? You climb in a tree. The tree is a supporting system to help you ascend, go high, move forward in life, move upward in life. That tree is a person coming soon. <laughs> you understand what I'm talking about, folks? And that person going to help you get to your personal legend. That person is going to get you to your breakthrough, which is the, the treasure box. And you open it. The diamonds represent where you want to be in your life. So you wake up, you write the dream now, and you speak a prayer of manifestation. That, that prayer, that dream right there is a key. And you internalize it. When you guys want to pray, pray to the I am within you. Jesus made it simple. It is the Father in me who does the work. Speak within you to the great I am in you. Okay? The great I am hears it. And then you bring back that vision in your mind while you're speaking. See yourself climbing the tree. Finding the treasure chest, open it and see the diamonds. You, you repeat the experience and you speak it into manifestation. You do it until joy comes. That joy is amen, which means it's been answered. But I want you to be aware because that person will show up as simple as somebody. He may not even have a crown on his head or a crown on her head, but that's your tree right there. That's your tree right there. Um, I went to Andrea Bocelli's show with um, a group of friends and my wife. And when we went there, Andrea Bocelli was singing. For some of you who don't know Andrea Bocelli, you can search, search him up. He's an opera singer. And uh, another guy came to sing and he said, for everybody, this is who this guy is. But for me, his name is Destiny. He said, this is the guy who wrote the song that made Andrea Bocelli popular. Uh, that was his tree. You guys get it? That was his tree. If you read the story of Joseph in the Bible, he, he, he has a vision. He's been having a vision that he's great. But guess what? Guess what was his tree? The Pharaoh of Egypt. Please understand. A Hebrew ruling in Egypt? I mean, think if that's making sense to you. <laughs> Are you listening to what I'm talking about? <laughs> he loved the boy. That was his tree. Dreams are fantastic, folks. Fantastic. So if you're looking at things in dreams and literally seeing, oh, this is my aunt, this is a tree. Maybe I need to plant a tree in my garden. No, these are symbols. They're just symbols. All right? But the best thing you could do is to start writing them down. Step one, feel out the feeling that comes out of it. Step two, speak a prayer about it. And let the forces in the dimensions begin to work with you to reach that goal. Now, anybody else want to share um, about dreams that you have at night and you will need live interpretation for? I'm here to serve you. I'm here for you. Go right ahead for it with it. Anybody? Yes, Dana. Oh, yeah. <laughs> 
Yeah, I want to um, share about a dream that I had, and I laid down to take a nap, and immediately I saw myself. I was at this event with the work ultra wealthy people i mean people had the ball gowns the expensive jewelry and i just remember socializing and talking with everyone and really enjoying myself at this event and then all of a sudden i saw there's an attorney that i knew from back in massachusetts that i work with very powerful very influential and so I'm talking with him. He's like, so Dana, you, you want to ride home? I can take you on a ride home. I'm like, sure, I'm ready to go home. So then he drives me home. Then immediately I go into another dream. Mm-hmm. So now I am in my room in my bed. It was the room, but it was very illuminated. And I see myself laying in the bed in the position that I'm taking the nap in. So all of a sudden, a good friend of mine that I have a lot of respect for comes in and he's, he's, he's saying things, I can't really hear it, but before he came in, I heard that this is what you need, this is what's going to help, and just watch and see. So then he has this electrical device in his hand. But meanwhile, I'm laying in the bed, but it's me standing, observing what's going on. So, and also too, this person was here, but also another good friend that's connected with this person. I didn't see her, but her presence was there. So he took this electrical device that he had and he put it on the top of my head. I felt the buzz. I felt the buzz as the person laying in the bed, and I felt the buzz as the observer. It didn't hurt or anything, but I could feel something happen. And then he put the electrical device, that's the sound, the back of my head, and then in the front of my head. And then he left but I could still see myself in the bed, in the fetal position, like taking the nap, and then I woke up. Perfect. Now, you got to understand, when, when you are observing yourself in a dream, is basically what is happening is you are having another body dreaming, okay? You can induce yourself actually in the out-of-body dreaming. And I explain to people, you are between two worlds. You are between the wakeful state and the sleeping state. You are in the midnight, midnight zone, the twilight zone, which is where most manifestations take place. It's a portal, it's a gate, all right? When you are between the invisible and the visible, then that door is a gate. It's called, the number of that is five. When you look at the numbers that we have on the planet Earth, from zero all the way to four, that is invisible dimension. From six all the way to nine, that is the visible dimension. The five between is a gate. The five between is where the invisible become visible, okay? Zero will become nine on the other end. 
So what happened is the time clock, the time you are in is five o'clock. So when we're talking about five o'clock in the mystical realm, we're talking about you being between dimensions. You understand? So my question for you before we go deep, have you been seeing number five, five a lot lately? Please let me know. Yes, I have. Okay. I've been seeing a lot. Okay, good. So you see, that's the reason why I asked that question. So I want to show you something very powerful. These are not two different dreams. Most of you listening, whenever you're dreaming and the dreams, they seem to be different dreams, they are not different dreams. They are the same dreams. They are continuations. But what is happening is you don't know how to put them in chronological order. And the symbols in the dreams are different. So automatically... The 3D world taught us to call them different dreams. They're not different dreams. Now, you can also have dreams. You wake up to go use the bathroom and you come back and you go dream the same dream again. Or you go dream the continuation of the dream that you start dreaming earlier. <laughs> you follow what I'm saying? So whenever that happens, please understand. Though you woke up and went to the bathroom... At least 80% of your awareness is still in the dream world. Whenever that happens, that's the reason why. 30% of your awareness went to use the physical, you know, in the physical dimension to use the bathroom and all that. No, but you're still sleeping. So when you go back, the dreams will just continue. Though usually you go, you go right back into sleep immediately. All right. So this is what I want to ask you if you want to mute yourself so that everybody can learn from what I'm about to teach you here. So this is a subconscious projection dream, which is phenomenal and fantastic. Whenever you see yourself among people who are wealthy, ask yourself, do you have a desire to be wealthy? Do you? Yes. Okay. Yes. And now in there, you saw a very influential person. Are you someone who wants to be influential and have impact in the world yes okay i want to say something to you guys which is very powerful listen okay oh my goodness you guys ready for this <laughs> oh, are you enjoying this i'm sure you are beautiful so in the subjective dream Hear it, hear it from the deepest part of you, okay, what I'm about to say. In a subjective dream, everything and everyone is yourself pushed out. Let me say it again. In a subjective dream, Everyone and everything is yourself pushed out. Are you following? So everyone at the party, they are the digital version of you. The jewelries. Are you somebody who likes to decorate yourself with beautiful jewelries? Yes. Okay. And you want to be influential. But let me tell you where the twist came in. 
when you ask, oh, I'm getting excited for you, girl. When you ask the, the influential, um, what is his profession? An attorney, you say. An attorney, and he actually he ran for and he ran for office. Yes. Okay. Now I want you to understand. The profession of the person is speaking of law, cosmic law. And you say, "Can you take me home? Can you take me home?" That person represents the cosmic law of the universe to take you somewhere. And your home you're looking for is spiritual awakening. Have you been looking for spiritual awakening these days? Yes, I have. How, how long would you say it has become very intense? I want to say like probably the past month it's been really, really, really intense. Good. So... Now, the cosmic law send the people you saw in your dream to open the three centers that will lead you into that awakening. You see, it's not two different dreams. It's the same. So what you ask for in what looks like the first dream is being answered in this, what you're calling the second dream. So this person that came to help you and activate, right, those centers you're pointing at, the middle of your brain, between your eyebrows, and behind, they are the centers of awakening. They are the centers of awakening into your highest, awake, your highest self. So the device you saw that is buzzing is not so much a device, it's a vibration. If I were you, if, if that person in your life or whoever that person can represent in your life has the capacity to lead you spiritually, I will ask them to pray for me in those three energy centers. Are these people spiritual? Yes. Is it me? Yes. <laughs> okay. So is the other person my wife? Yes. Okay, it good. Wasn't, I didn't see it was her presence. Her presence. Okay, good. So that's going to be needed at one point. Okay. So it's a powerful dream. So your subconscious mind is telling you, here's how you do it. That statement is huge. When you said it, it means, it's a here's how you do it. Do what? Okay, here's how you get to what you saw first. And that spiritual awakening will lead you eventually into wealth. So you've been given a clear map. Your spiritual awakening will lead to manifestation of wealth. It's a wonderful, wonderful dream. And thank you so much for sharing it so that other people can benefit. Okay, so... Let me get some feedback from uh, what you have just experienced because we are in the end now. But for those of you who are listening online, the last Saturday of every month, I give this workshop for free for people to, to join and learn, have their dreams interpreted, and also receive keys to manifest 
the life they desire. So to learn more, you can go to my website, alendagba.com. This will be also posted on um, the Live Dream Interpretation and uh, Keys to Manifestation group on Facebook. It will also be posted in the WhatsApp group for people who are uh, in that group to be able to listen to. And it will also be on my podcast. Now, every Saturday we have a class. We have uh, the Mystery School class where I teach about the mystical aspect of life. You know, first you have understanding, then you have knowledge, then you have wisdom, then you have mysteries. For example, if you take marriage, for example, you have the understanding of marriage. Then you have the knowledge of marriage. Then you have the wisdom about marriage. And you have the mystery about marriage. Finances, same thing. Everything in life has those dimensions. Understanding, knowledge, wisdom, and mysteries. The Bible talks about the knowledge of Christ. The understanding of Christ. The wisdom of Christ. And Paul spoke about the mystery of Christ. And Jesus said to, to the few is giving to understand the mysteries of the kingdom. Well, you have the understanding of the kingdom, the knowledge of the kingdom, the wisdom of the, the kingdom. It works. But when you want to go higher into the full manifestation of what the kingdom is, in the mysteries of the kingdom. So every Saturday uh, for the subscribers, we come here and we talk about the mystery of things. And when you start understanding the mystery of things, what it does is it opens your eyes to see behind the veil. You can definitely begin to now see things beyond what they appear to be. Like Christ will say, judge not by appearance, but judge with righteous judgment. Being able to see behind the form, behind the veil. So this will conclude today's class. Any feedback anyone want to give from what you have learned today, uh, please raise your hand and then we can conclude. Yeah, Joseph, go ahead. I know you're tempted to share something. And uh, some people who are driving, they're online, and uh, the environment doesn't allow them to speak without having a no background noise, and that's totally fine. Uh, go ahead, Joseph. I, I just had a question, uh, Professor. Well, I know that I have been dreaming, um, but I usually don't remember them the next morning. I usually remember them sometimes months later. Um, how do you help someone to recall these dreams? Well, basically... The day you remember it, even if it's months ahead, learn to start writing them down. Learn to start feeling the feeling that is flowing through them and learn to create the prayer I have just thought. But if you want to start remembering your dreams, I'll teach you something very simple. You ready? Before you go, sorry, before you go to bed at night, you can, you can count with your breath backward. From 17 to 0. In, for example, breathe in, 17, breathe out, 16. And you relax your body each time. Are you following what I'm saying? So yeah. as you reach 0, what you want to do is you want to take the key elements of your day and revise them. Revision. You revise them how? If anything happened the day in the day that you didn't really like, how would you want it to happen if everybody involved were operating from the Christ self? From, were operating from the truth. I'll give you an example. Let's say a friend of yours sends you a message and the message say you are so stupid. Okay? And it causes, you know, toxic energies in you. Remember, what do we do in real life when we want to 
We don't want to confront something. We hide ourselves from it. When we don't want to confront the problem, what do we do? We push it away. So what happens is when our days are filled with things we don't want to deal with, we tell our pineal gland and our body, I don't want you to remember dreams. I don't want you to remember the negative things that are happening to me. It happens so quick subconsciously. So over time, over the course of the years, the same avoidance we perform in the physical, in the wakeful state, we begin to perform the same avoidance in our dream world. So part of us doesn't want to remember and process anything that we call toxic or negative. So eventually the body learns that. All right. So what I want you to understand is you can revise it with a simple question. If everyone were operating from the higher self, if they were operating from the Christ self, if they're operating from the love self, how would the story be? How would the story look like? And you take those events, you revise them from the Christ consciousness and you process them and you go into sleep. What will begin to happen is those experiences you're revising will begin to teach your pineal gland, teach your brain, teach your body to start remembering dreams. So you're no longer living your life from a place of avoidance. You are now having full experience. You are open to have all the experiences flow through you. There are, there are no experiences that are energetically stuck in your body anymore. No, they have to flow through you. You are creating a digestive system in your subconscious mind to be able to let things flow through you. Does that make sense? So that's the way you do it. So I just want to thank all of you for showing up this morning. I'm sure you have been blessed. Have a wonderful rest of your day. And I will see you next Saturday for the class. For those of you who are subscribed to the Mystery School, I will see you next Saturday for that. Until then, bye-bye. Thank you, Professor. You're welcome. Bye-bye.